When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. analysis with over 70 years combined experience this is the bob ryan and jeff goodman podcast nba some college a little bit of everything you know what can i say but it wasn't going to happen here with him i was okay with it because it wasn't about talent i didn't think all right let's, let's get right to it all right welcome to the bob ryan jeff goodman gary tangley along for the ride uh podcast and zoom i should let you know that, that jeff of course is doing the ncaa stuff but i'm gonna let you a little inside baseball could get crazy we're, we're recording this at like 10 o'clock at night which for bob and myself that's pretty freaking late i'm just well man he's up to probably watch the west coast games but things get a little weird it's it's after dark uh before we get to the ncaa and bob's got a lot to talk about i do have to tell you about bet online they make this this Zoom and this podcast possible. So you get the latest odds, totals, player performance, and props. Who's going to be the next coach for what team and where they're going to land? Guys are moving everywhere. Bet online is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. Head on over to the website now. 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. <laughs> Use the promo code CLNS50 to get started. Bet online, your source for hockey, boxing, UFC. It's got great casino games, too. Bet online where the game starts. Okay, Bob, NCAA stuff. Um, it's been awesome. I mean, it's this. It's been terrific. And I, I want to start with Coach K because to me, he is just such a captivating figure. And it's like, you know, how do you view this guy? And, and when did he become like the bad guy? Because I'm like, <laughs> I, I mean, some people like still some people like still root against him, and I don't understand it. Well, Duke is a school that is a polarizing school. It's certainly even in this, particularly in the state of North Carolina, uh, because it's the private school with the rich kids, supposedly that the image, the private school, the rich kids, the out of staters, the snobbies, you know, the, the elitists yeah. and all that. That's the that's the image uh, that they have in, in, in terms of as opposed to North Carolina, the state school or an NC State, any of those any other school in the state that uh, typically all the, the state schools. But as far as um, a coach case concerned, let's start with the professional aspect of it. He's been to 12 final fours. He's won five times. He's won uh, 1200 games exactly now, uh, including postseason. Uh, dwarfs everybody else. He, uh, and in that regard, it's going to be very difficult for anyone to ever catch him. Uh, and certainly winning games that, that many uh, as he's won at, at one school at Duke uh, is, is going to be difficult to catch because there's very few people will have long tenures like that. A long tenure now is 10 years, 12 years. Uh, 20 maybe, like Jay Wright's 20 at Villanova. But um, the world he operate, has operated in is a different world. Uh, the, guy, the guy he's always compared to was John Wooden, and John Wooden won the 10 in the 12 years, uh, and, and, and including his last one in 1975. When he started uh, the NCAA tournament, uh, when he first went to his first Final Four in 1962, uh, it, it was a 25-team tournament. And he, his, in, in his heyday at UCLA, they would be automatically placed in a regional, which means they had to win four games to win the national championship. Sometimes those games were in Los Angeles proper, if not in maybe at the sports arena, uh, for example. Um, it was an easier path. There's no question about it. Uh, this tournament expanded his last year in 75, it expanded. Uh, and then gradually it went from the 25 to 32 to 40. And now at its present 68, and you have to win six games to win a championship, which John and John Wooden, most of those years had to win four. So that's a big difference right there. Okay. Um, 
and the talent is is um, were, is spread so much now thanks to the international basketball. I mean, you know, there it was there were no international players of any consequence. Uh, very, 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 very few, at least in and in, uh, in, in Wooden's time, which was and and now of course um, international players dot rosters everywhere. They they enhance the product. All right. Uh, so and then you throw in the fact that. Um, he was the Olympic coach uh, three times over, uh, was handed the job by Jerry Colangelo because they needed help. Uh, Larry Brown was an ineffective Olympic coach. Uh, Mike Krzyzewski appeared to be uh, uh, the most logical person, uh, although he had not handled professionals well. He's handled them now, and they all swear by him. The LeBron Jameses of the world, the Kobe Bryants of the world, uh, uh, I think, think they are highly appreciative of his, of his acumen. And, um, and he, he's, he's so nobody's got that kind of resume uh, combined. Uh, you can argue he's the best coach of all time. Part, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, should he have gone to the Lakers? Well, or, or even the Celtics at one point. Um, oh, the Celtics too, right? And, Gavin, and, did Gavin go after him? Gavin. Yeah, Gavin went after him. Um, and, no, I think he's, no, I think horses for courses. I think he has staying at Duke. He, he, it was a fit. The word fit is appropriate. Uh, could he have been a successful professional coach? More than likely. I think he certainly understood uh, uh, the dynamics of it, uh, but he made a wise decision to stick with it and, and, and skate his lane, uh, to, to borrow a you know, mixed metaphor, and, and, and stay at, at, at Duke. Uh, he, he didn't have any burning desire. To, I don't think it, you know, it's just he felt he, he knew who he was and what he, where he belonged and, and what he liked doing and liked working with those, with those kids uh, and, and having the control that he had. You know, he's, I mean, he's the most important, let's face it, he has total control. You know, oh, I mean, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. he's an emperor. Now, as far as the personal is concerned, um, it he he can be a bit imperious, uh, to say the least. Uh, some people think he's, he's sanctimonious uh, at times. He can he can play the game. Uh, he likes to portray himself as a teacher and a scholar and, and a and, and, and a uh, you know the kids come first and and winning games is incidental and all you know that to, to the task of teaching the game properly and all you know and like uh, you know we know he, there's a lot of sufficient evidence that he, he he puts a high priority on winning don't worry uh, it's it's uh you know and and it doesn't take some losses uh as, it takes him about as poorly as you would expect any coach to take them um my own personal dealings have been sparse but but friendly and cordial uh, uh, uh over the years uh but he has a reputation uh, that other coaches and many coaches in in in, in both uh, in, in college have and and all all sports, which is that uh, he can be hard to deal with for his local guys his, and girls. He's, he can be very contentious. He, he's he's thin skinned to a degree, but he's great with outsiders. And and I was an outsider. I've never right. been an outsider, and I was treated very cordially uh, by him over the years whenever I needed to interact with him. And uh, uh, you know, but uh, the, the 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 smirks of the locals, you know, oh yeah, well you don't see them every day and all that. Right. So you know, but that's not uncommon. That that's a that's a phenomenon that that exists. Of course. In in football, basketball, hockey, I'm sure at the highest level of hockey as well. So that's the thing. He's not a he's a symbol of Duke. You know, he's not a bad guy at all. He's not. But now, but he. Oh, let me say one very positive thing about about his coaching itself. In as Wooden to say the same thing about John Wooden, there is no Mike Krzyzewski style of basketball. There are f- principles and philosophies, but there is no style. He he has one with with big men, little men, mid sized guys. Uh, as did Wooden. Wooden's first championship in 1964, his starting center was Fred Slaughter, who was six five, and his first two championships did not feature a so called a, a, a big as we would call it at all. They were all mid sized and, and smaller. Uh, the stars of his second championship were, were his backcourt, Walt Hazard and Gail Goodrich, who scored 42 in the title game in 65. Then he got Luis Sindor. Well, he knew what to do with him, didn't he? He won three championships. And then Alcindor graduates, and he's got another team without yeah. a prominent center, Steve Patterson. He's, got, he's built around the forwards, who were Curtis Rowe and, and Sidney Wicks. And then he wins a, a final championship with another team that, that did not have a, a dominant center in 1975. Uh, that oh, then he gets Walton. Excuse me. Well, I was going to say Bill. Yeah, you're about the big redhead there. A high post center, yeah, for Marley. But he wins two posts, two more with Walton, and, and and loses in the semifinals in a famous game against North Carolina State, and 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 uh, and then he wins one more with with Richard Washington and 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 uh, uh, David Greenwood. You know, two six ten guys that weren't dominant. You know, they were they were finesse players. 
there was no style. And the same with, with, with Krzyzewski. He, he teaches basketball. He doesn't teach the Mike Krzyzewski basketball. So that, that's a, very much in his favor. The, uh, he, he wins with all, he gets the, t- assesses the talent annually and then builds around him. He doesn't put square pegs in round holes or vice versa. He does not do that as many coaches do, but he doesn't. I also think in observing the team this year, it was certainly in the, the ACC tournament, there's a lot of pressure on these kids, oh. you know, and I thought you could feel it in the Ohio state game. Um, and it's just, you know, I don't know how he deals with that as a coach. I mean, I don't know how that guy can tell his kids, look, yeah, it's my final year, but just relax. And he, I think that's kind of an issue for them. It, I think they, they definitely felt the pressure in the North Carolina game and the final game at Cam, in, in regular season. And they felt it against Virginia Tech in the ACC championship game. Uh, they, they seemed to handle it better in, in, in the tournament, the first ra- uh, two rounds of the tournament. And, and now they're going to, uh, they're going to wind up uh, playing a, a very tenacious Texas Tech team. But, they're, and, you know, but now the, the, the prize is within reach. Oh, um, by the way, I said I, I meant Michigan State, not Ohio State. I meant I, 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 I Michigan State. Go yeah, they, they, but first of all, it's a young group. They are young. You know, they're not. They're almost Fab Five young. Uh, Bancaro's young. Uh, Keel is young. Uh, Mark Williams is young. They're starting three or four freshmen, and you know, basically, they're they're young. And so uh, it, it's it, it it's an unfortunate circumstance for them to be the team that has to have the burden of being Coach K's farewell team that's supposed to send them off, you know, uh, with, with, with a, a a big gift. Uh, it's a lot of pressure on them. And I I, uh, I, I questioned uh, as this tournament started, having seen them play Carolina and, and Virginia Tech, whether they would be able to handle the pressure. And and uh, uh, and it's not done yet. I mean, if the, my God forbid they get to a you know championship game, uh, you know, and and. Uh, uh, it, it's going to be enormous. Um, one thing Coach K has always talked about, I'll say this, uh, is that look, I've won them, and I and it's not about me. You know, these are this is their moment. Each each group every year has its its it's that team. It's their they haven't put a banner up. You know, these kids, and and uh, so I have, but they haven't. And he does make a point about that, and 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 I think you can take him. I think he believes that. That I do think is sincere. Now let's get to uh, our guy that you and I are both fans of. And I would say that he's probably next in line uh, to the Krzyzewski type because the nature of the sport makes it very difficult for a coach to have a tenure like Krzyzewski, right? Coaches get burned out. They get fired. Yeah, You know, people are patient. Uh, But, you know, Jay Wright at Nova. Again, another guy could have gone to the Sixers. I, you know, good thing he didn't. I think that Nova is... They're my pick to click because they're just solid. Like they are just, they're just really good. And they may not be a number one seed, but I don't see any dents in the armor. I wish I could, for the sake of of, of sparkling conversation, I wish I could disagree with you, (laughs) but I can't. Uh, I, I, I'm not predicting that they're going to win, but I would be not remotely surprised if they do win. Uh, And, and they are the most, uh, uh, reliable team. I yeah. That way. They're the most, fine. They didn't even win their conference. You know, they didn't, they've had some bad uh, nights, but lately uh, they, they look like a team that knows that's well-prepared and, and uh, uh, they've got, and they've got the thing that's so often has become this, this talking point in an NCAA tournament. They've got a veteran guard right. to rely on in the, in, in, in the tense moments that, that Connor Gillespie, uh, a fifth year senior who's playing right. because of the COVID extension, uh, that was granted, you know, um, yeah. and who's probably uh, going to play in Europe and won't play in the NBA or if he, he does, it'll be a cup of coffee. Of, I was thinking, yeah, I don't expect him to have a great NBA career. He might be the next, uh, Jalen Brunson who also came from Philadelphia and, and oh. I mean, came from there. He might as well off to school. He might be the next year. He might have a career. He might, I don't know, but you, uh, but if he doesn't, uh, th- doesn't take anything away from the wonderful college career he's had, I don't know if he's sufficiently athletic to drive in the NBA. I didn't know whether Brunson was, but I'd love to have Brunson on my team. I'd love to wish the Celtics had Brunson as, a, as a, in their eight-man rotation. I'd love that. But anyway, um, they've got that guy and he that type of guy that that has very often been the uh, you know the, the the key player on the championship team. Uh, they've, they've got nice, reliable uh, big men. Uh, oh yeah, they're 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 solid and they're playing. I, I like the way they're playing and. And uh, and I don't think uh, I don't have trouble, but I'll be really surprised if they don't miss, beat Michigan. Uh, I think that's a game I, I 
I'll be stunned. I think they'll win that game. Yeah, I think they'll win that game too. But man, I love Michigan's coach. You know, I oh, love, yes. oh, I love he's, he's great. I mean, I mean, you know, Howard, I love Juwan Howard. Howard. Well, you know, he said, what a, what a, what a strange five weeks or so for Juwan Howard, four or five weeks since the, 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 uh, the, the incident and the suspension. And, and then, uh, you know, he comes back and here they are people. A lot of people thought they didn't belong in a tournament or at very least should have been in a play. Yeah. And uh, here they are. And, uh, uh, and, and remember they were hyped big time before the season. A lot of people had high expectations. They were a top 10 team and they've got an old fashioned, Al McGuire, our aircraft carrier center there and, and on that team. And, and uh, uh, I, I liked him. I love this kid. And, uh, and so I, uh, they, they're dangerous, but, but I don't see that. I can't beat see them beating Villanova. I'd be surprised. I don't think so either. And I don't condone, I should say, I don't condone what happened. I mean, that was, that was unfortunate. I don't know if the timing was right to have the discussion between the coaches at that point in time. Um, you know, but I don't condone what he did. I just think that anytime you get a guy like that, um, who players just, you know, can relate to, yeah, you yeah, know, they, you have a guy that was, you know, the fab five, uh, played in the NBA for what, like 19 seasons. He's around forever. In a huge career. And, and, you know, and, you know, guys listen to him. Uh, he impressed me early on. He, he did a PSA early on in his career to promote reading on kids, you know, yeah. rather than a, a commercial to make some money. I'm not sure he didn't do this, some of those too, but that was a very impressive thing. No, he's people that know him say he's solid, very solid individual. He does have that one, you know, he's a, he's a tough kid from, from the streets. And however, originally, and, and that, that flared up that little, t- you know, that inner guy. Oh yeah. It came, yeah. Which was wrong. He shouldn't, it was obviously wrong. It was a, it was a mistake. It was, a, yeah, it was a, no doubt it was a mistake. I mean, um, you can't do that. I just want to talk about something, you know, it's just, it was just for the fun of it. Uh, I broke down the tournament um, in terms of, of experience and, 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 and pedigree. Okay. Uh, off the top of your head, quick five seconds. How many former champions do you think are in this field of 16? Two. Eight. Eight? eight schools. Eight schools in this final 16 have won an NCAA championship or, or two. Run them down. Villanova. Yeah. Arizona. Michigan. Yeah. In 1989. UCLA, North Carolina, Arkansas, Nolan Richardson, 19. Arkansas, right. Duke and yeah. Kansas. They've all won national championships. Yeah. Five other schools have been to a final four, four of them twice or more. Jeez. Wow. Yeah. This yeah, is a pedigree. Houston. Well, yeah. Oh, Houston. Yeah. The five slammer jammer. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Purdue. They won yep. twice, and they were they were they were they were the victims in 1969 of Walton's of, of, of uh, Alcindor's third team, the Rick Mount team, and then in 1980 with Lute Olson and company, uh, they were in the Final Four. Okay, and that was Joe Barry Carroll. Remember that? Yeah. Gonzaga, of course. Yeah. I've been to Texas Tech in with Bobby. 2019, no, two, three, two years ago. Oh, that was Bar- Was that Barnes? That was it was uh, Mark Adams' first our first oh, year. Okay. And Providence has been here twice, seventy-three and eighty-seven. Well, this this leads into my point that I wanted to make is that when we started to see the one and dones, you know, everyone said this is gonna change college basketball and it's not gonna be as much fun. That really hasn't happened. No, I don't think so, because it's still it, it's 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 still the 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 lore is still there. It it, it the, you can argue talent and when was the last truly great team which i think was florida was just you know back in 06 and 07 yeah but, but um anyway you can argue that but uh but the, the lore l-o-r-e the lore is still there and the l-u-r-e is still there uh by the way um so there's the, the three teams that haven't been in the final four of course st peter's miami and iowa state and they're but it isn't that interesting. Thirteen of the teams have been to a final that, four. Yeah, that is that's Eight, a lot. Half that's, the field yeah. has won a championship. Well, it also it's also more competitive. I mean, even though you still have the big name programs that are there, I mean, when you know, guy when before it was one and done, I mean, if UCLA was in, then they were gonna win. Or if Indiana was in, they were gonna win. I mean, now it's a little more wide open. There's no doubt about that. I have it down uh, that there's only one team. Right, there's one team that we would all agree. Any rational human being would agree has absolutely no chance to win this tournament, and that's St. Peter's. 
Yeah. They're, they've done their thing. And and if they ever beat Purdue uh, in a um, Mirabili Dictu, you know, well, okay, right. well, George, you know, but they're here uh, this far. And teams have done it. George Mason in 06 got to the Final Four out of nowhere. And subsequently, other mid majors have done it. But St. Peter's. Uh, and of course, uh, yeah, right. They'd be the most far fetched. Miami has no chance to win. They, they can't win this tournament. Now, what do you think of Laranaga? And think- Iowa State can't win this tournament. Yeah, what do you think of Miami's coach? I like him. He's like an him. NBA assistant guy, isn't he? No, that's his son. Yeah, but hasn't the father been on the bench too? Jimmy no. Laranaga, who played at Providence and once scored 36 against BC, by the way. Uh-huh. Uh, Jim Laranaga uh, went into the coaching track immediately and has been head coach at Bowling Green at George Mason and, and for the last uh, does, uh, 10 or 12 years at Miami. Oh, I thought, yeah, no, I knew his son was even he on the bench for the South. Them. Yeah, but no, I thought he was never did too. He has delivered for them. You know, I, I, he made them jump from George Mason after getting them to the Final Four. And and he's giving Miami a good run. And and um, I think they're very pleased. But I like him. Uh, he's, a, he's a garrulous guy. He's a, he's a good quotable guy. Uh, good sense of humor. Uh, good. I think he has a good perspective on the whole thing. So, I, yeah, I think he's a guy you can root for easily. Do you see a, uh, a a quality pro coming out of this tournament? I, I you asked me that question, and I did a lot of thinking, and 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 I think we, we've got a lot of pretty good players. We have some rotation. I don't think we've got uh, Ogbay of Kansas. All right, maybe uh, Drew Timmy. I'm not sure. Someone had a great comparison at my coffee shop yesterday. Uh, Christian Leitner type. He is. That's what Drew Timmy is. And, and Leitner had a long career, but he was never a star in the NBA. You know, he, he had, but right. Timmy, Timmy's going to be in the NBA. But how, how, how great he's going to be, I don't know. There's um, uh, you know, the, the big kid at Purdue, you know, the world doesn't look, doesn't bleed for seven, four guys anymore. Uh, he's, he's, a, he's an effective player, Zach Eady. Uh, but I don't know what his future where, where lies. Um, Johnny Zuzang at UCLA is definitely going to be a, 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 somebody of, of, of note and of interest, a, a nice six, seven player. Um, 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 I, but not a whole lot of guys are jumping out of me. Duke. Oh, Boncaro. Now Boncaro is going to be a top five pick or even top three. And yet I, I want to see a little more fire and oomph out of him. I think, right. he, I, I think as, as the great Bob Cousy would say, he doesn't always present himself uh, uh, the way you, he should. Uh, he's very skilled. He's very skilled. Uh, and he is 6'10", but there's uh, – you got to – I think he needs a boot in a fanny every now and then. Right. You know? A little motivation. And, but but he's he certainly is skilled, and he's definitely going to be a prized NBA prospect. I mean, when – through the changes of college basketball in the NCAA tournament, <clears throat> excuse me, that we – I don't think – I think it's just as entertaining as it's always been, don't you? Even though uh, – and okay. the reason I asked the question mm-hmm. about, the like, the big name, like, you don't need – uh, a Tatum or, you know, well, I mean, LeBron went, I mean, obviously that was a different situation or you don't necessarily need that number one guy who's going to be a hall of famer to make the tournament competitive and make it interesting. No, I mean, these are, these are a lot of pretty good teams here. Pretty good. Nice teams. You know, um, you know, um, but that makes it more interesting is my point. Yeah, it's, And I don't think, I don't, I thought that I, I was, I was wondering, like, I remember like, like Kentucky, Kentucky, you know, like it was going to be Kentucky, Duke, North Carolina. What were we going to do? Like they were going to have a new freshman class every year because then the guys were going to go to the pros. And I, quite frankly, I thought the NCAA tournament wasn't going to be as interesting. I was wrong. Uh, You were, you were not alone. And, and some of us feared, worried about that, but it has not transpired badly at all that there's been terrific games in the tournament. And and, and then we have, we've had the great Cinderella story with St. Peter's. Sure. Uh, And, no, uh, and of course we got the saga, the Duke thing. Uh, one of the great little subplots is who's going to go farther, Duke or Carolina? You know, the, now the only place they could meet uh, left is is in the champ is in the Final Four. Of course, you know they can't. Right. Carolina is playing UCLA, and then Duke's playing Texas Tech. But uh, that's a little subplot there. No, you're right. There's a lot of nice players, but but not that many knock your drop your knock your socks off players that I know, and or and certainly no team of that nature. You know, this Gonzaga. Uh, who wound up being number one, and, and they they fell. They lost three games. They're not particularly deep, you know, and uh, uh, and 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 so they're vulnerable. I mean, they're not they're not a lock. There's no lock at all. 
And and there's a number of teams. I if, if Villan- we mentioned Villanova, Arizona. Now there's a team. Uh, you know, with with uh, uh, Matt Mathurin, uh, that, if that's how you pronounce his name, uh, Mathurin. He's a, he's definitely a pro. Uh, they could win. UCLA could win. Carolina could win. Uh, Arkansas could win. Duke could win. Kansas could win. You know, I, I really think the only teams that can't win are St. Peter's, Michigan, Miami, and Ohio, Iowa State. So who's your pick to collect? Are you going with Nova? I'll, st- I'll stick with. I picked my, my bracket. I did pick Gonzaga. I'm rooting for him. I want him to get it done. I want I want them to scale the mountaintop finally after not you know they've been climbing up, climbing up since 1999. Right. 23 consecutive years of winning 20 games in a row. The last four uh, they've won 30, and and they've done it one five times out of six or seven years they've won 30, and and yet they have fallen short. They got into the final four twice. Um, I'd like to see them do it. It's still a good story. Uh, as far as I know, they're clean, you know, at least in the, in relatively clean. I, I, they, well, yeah, I, as far as I know, yeah. people aren't pointing too many fingers at Mark Few for anything of that nature. Right. Um, uh, well, this would be the year to do it. I mean, yeah. right. now, if they don't win, I'm rooting for Villanova. Obviously, I, 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 I'm a big admirer of Jay Wright. Uh, I, I would pull for them. And that, uh, that would be a semifinal game. So, oh, uh, okay. Yeah. That would be a semifinal game. That wouldn't be the championship game. Gonzaga Villanova. Uh, that's what happens if they win. Uh, we have, we have one, we have one possibility for a one versus two. And that's the, uh, the South where Arizona is one and Villanova is two. That's the only bracket where we have a, a one versus two. And we have one a game in which the double digits playing a double digit, which is in the Midwest, number 10, Miami, number 11, Iowa state. Um, so, oh, and of course, locally, hey, how can we root against Providence? Can't root against them. Not with Eddie Cooley. I love Eddie Cooley. And, and uh, so if Providence were to win, I would that'd be fine with me. Very, very good. Yeah, I mean, Cooley was, he, well, Cooley was an assistant for Al at BC, right? Sure was. So tell me about him. Why has Cooley, why has Cooley done such a good job? He and how is, is he? Uh, uh, well, he was, first of all, he was an excellent eye for talent because he and Billy Cohen, Found, well, they made Al. I mean, we've talked. They, played, about they made all. They found all those players for Al. Al coached him up with his yeah. flex offense, and until it wasn't working anymore, and until you know, and, and, until Al's work habits finally, you know, did him in. And but, he blamed you. Oh yeah, I, I cost him a job. Yeah, and of course he did a bang up job at at, at uh, Kennesaw State. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There. He did a tremendous job. That's yeah. why he's out of his work right now. Yeah, uh, you know, and I, I don't want to knock him. Al's a good human being. He's, he's a good he's guy. A, I like him too. He's but, a good yeah. human being. Eddie Cooley is a quality guy. He's a smart guy. He, 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 he runs a program where he demands more than basketball excellence in those kids. They, they have to act properly. They have to, they, they have, they have a code of conduct unspoken, but it's real. I know it. And, and uh, he, he, he wants his kids to be, uh, to, to conduct themselves with class uh, and, and he can coach. He just flat out can coach. And, and, uh, uh, he's done a terrific job at Providence. It, so. it seems to me that that's the perfect school for him. He's the perfect coach for that school. And like, that's where he should be forever. And he's local. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I don't, yeah, I, I think he, I think he's content. I hope he is. I, I agree with you. I mean, he's local guy, which is, you know, rare, really, frankly. But I do, I do remember Timmy Welsh saying to me one time, cause he, when he had success there now he's doing ESPN games, but Tim, he got <laughs> offered a lot of money, I think to Nebraska. Or something, and and he didn't take it because he wanted to stay at Providence College, and then you know things didn't work out for Tim. So you always wonder about somebody's going to throw a lot of money at Cooley. Yeah, well, and he's certainly yeah. young enough that that he's got good many fruitful years ahead of him. He's in his forties, I guess, and 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 uh, he certainly could do that. But it's good for them. It's a good fit. I've mentioned Jay Wright being a great fit for Villanova, and Eddie Cooley is clearly a great fit for for Providence. So uh, you know when you find those fits like Mark Few. At Gonzaga, you know, nobody in the world outside of Spokane knew who he was when when Don Monson, who had a reputation, bailed after his first successful year there in 99, right. losing to UConn in the final eight game. And uh, he, and he's been drifting around. He's now at Long Beach State, uh, but he's, he, he, he's looking for that greener pasture, you know, and Mark Few's going to the Hall of Fame, you know, 20, 22 years later, 23 years later. But nobody knew who he was, but he's obviously the perfect fit for for uh, for Gonzaga. Bob, before we go to the NBA, do you have anything else you'd like to talk about with the NCAA? Because I know you're big on it. Yeah, I, I love the tournament. I, I think you hit upon it that that uh, there was reason to worry about whether the the the, the thing would have retain, retain its 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 cachet, and it certainly has, uh, absolutely. And uh, uh, I think it has. You know what else I worried about, Bob, was the um, 
the G League. Yeah. You know, the whole thing about like, oh, yeah. hey, you know, you go play a year in the G League. Right? I know. Well, so far, people, you know, when you, as long as when it, if it continues to provide St. Peter's kinds of stories, you know, the people love those stories. I mean, the well, New York papers are going out of their out of their minds. Yeah, yeah, but but also, I just think that like, you know, like if you just see good competitive basketball, I mean, you know, like like Michigan and Duke. I mean, okay, so like I was watching Michigan and Duke, and I'm like thinking, like I didn't know if I saw anybody in that game that's going to be, you know, a top five pick or going to be the next Hall of Famer or next All-Star. I don't care. No, I don't either. I don't, I I don't, don't care. That. It's just I, the games are good. And I think that people realize that the games are good regardless, you know, regardless of uh, if you have an NBA okay, player. We do so have, if some kid wants to go to the G League for a year, let him go. I don't think it's hurting the NCAA at all. We would be remiss because it is a big topic of conversation nationwide to ignore the topic of refereeing. Which has oh, been, okay. by and large, abysmal, and 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 controversial, and and it's and I feel badly for them in one way sense because you know they're the the replay thing means that everything they do is scrutinized. And, oh yeah. You know, but but when when you have a call uh, such as that basket hang call they called on the on the Illinois kid, I timed this, I timed it. His alleged hang was barely one second. Right. I went 1001. And by the time I got the whoa, he was down. And the referee thought that was that was swinging, hanging on the rim at the, you know, that's ridiculous. Uh, there's always going to be judgments of the, you know, the, the flagrant one thing and the flagrant two and the, you know, the Brady Manic ejection in the Carolina game was was uh, very controversial. But I, I just hope that the refereeing picks up and, and it gets better. Uh, there's too many just, it's too much of a stain on too many games. Well, I, I've always had a problem. I mean, if you want to talk about not just in the college game, but, you know, I've just thought, thought basketball in general, I've always been in the rule, let them play, you know, I, period. And that's just, just let them play. I, they, but they, I don't know who's responsible over the years. You know, you know the, the people that's got somebody out there understands how these things get done, but the, this, the, the, the things that the points of emphasis uh, that, that they come up with and, and, and the, you know, the lack of hand t- uh, checking and, and stuff and, and uh, some of the ticky-tack calls that are made in college basketball are just beyond, you know, the pale. The other thing is, and I have a and this is Bob Ryan's, you know, issue. It's not everybody else's <laughs> issue. The, the black charge thing, um, you know, which is always used to be the number one tough, toughest call and yeah. until goaltending took it over. Uh, because uh, because it knew athleticism of the players makes goaltending you know more prevalent. Right. Um, but the block charge thing, I've never understood how basketball allowed itself to evolve into a, 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 a official position that's simply standing there like a lamppost without attempting to impede a player with your arms in the air or, or sideways is legitimate defense. Standing there doing nothing, and you draw a foul, a charge. And 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 then the, the, the decision has to be made. Did I slide in? Did I give him landing space? Blah blah blah. blah. But the point is, just standing there should not ever have constituted a legitimate defense. But it is, and therefore we get, you know, and then which leads to flopping. But I, I that that and it's, I feel badly for referees on that one. Uh, and that's not their fault. That that's the way the game has been allowed to evolve, and they have to make a call. And 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 some are right and some are wrong, but but I just oh I hate just I hate the idea of taking the charge. I think that's I wish it had never become you know. Well, I mean the the flop is I mean. But uh, the flops another matter too. Yeah, the flops just taking matter. a charge, which is exalted and praiseworthy, and 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 how to play defense, and it's it's accepted and it's taught. But I just don't think it ever should have been allowed to embed itself in basketball as a, as a legitimate way to play the game. Well, I understand what you're saying. Forced, to make a play on somebody, not just stand there yeah. and, then, and then get the benefit of it because the guy, you know, ran you over. You well, wanna... I mean, I think that if I, you know, if I, if I slough to the middle and I, and I get a step on you and you run me over two or three feet from the basket, you know, that's fine. But standing underneath the hoop, waiting for some guy to run in with you, run into you, I agree with you. Yeah, but that's and, and veteran refs won't call it. That's a legitimate, you know, and it's a legitimate part of the game, and I, it's, I just wish it weren't. All right, okay, yeah. Bob. Let's okay. Uh, Celtics, Celts. Uh, 
you know, I'm taking a beating on Twitter with the Celtics, and that's okay. But at the time of our taping, you know, they're in a they're two and a half back of first place. Uh, they've been on a roll. And, and my feeling on the Celtics, Bob, is just that they're beating all the teams they should beat. You know, I still don't think. Yeah, I st- they should have been doing this at the beginning of the season. I don't. I still don't think they're Philly. I still don't think they're Milwaukee. I st- I can't. I don't know about Miami. Miami just amazes me. Um, but you know, I, I the Celts are, uh, are, are on, right there. But I don't know if I still. On January sixth, they lost to the Knicks, which made them eighteen and twenty-one. Yeah. Since then, they're twenty-seven and seven. They've won 10 of their last 11. Right. But I, when it started, I agree with you. When it began, remember, I don't know if you remember, but I said beginning of February, give me a good month. Yeah, you should give you a month. Just give me a good month. I'm tired of this nonsense right. of this team blowing leads and beating, not winning teams they should beat. And it all began with a soft part of the schedule. We know that. But at least they were doing what they should have been doing, as you just said. They were winning games that they should have won, games they were not winning in November and December. And they started winning them. And that's it has it had to start somewhere, and it started there. And uh, they benefited from players not being in uniform and on the other team. I understand, right. but they're taking full advantage. And meanwhile, they have a guy who's been player of the week twice in the last four, <laughs> who's playing at an exceptionally high level. Tatum is, and uh, you know, that, that that's part of you know that obviously starts with that, but. Uh, and they win a game the other night without Robert Williams, who's developed into everything we thought he could be. With because all he had, we always all he had to do was stay on the floor. Well, he's gonna be know? healthy. I mean, that's and, yeah, stay on the floor. You and, know, but but you know, you mentioned those games. Okay, well, they 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 lost that Dallas game. Yeah, but, I mean, they beat Golden State. Um, who are in down without Steph? Right, they beat yeah. Golden State. I think without Steph. Uh, oh, Steph got hurt in that game. Steph yeah, got right. Hurt he got hurt by game. smart. He got hurt by smart. Know, they beat they beat Sacramento. They beat Denver. They should, you know, these are games, you know, to me, these are teams that they should be beating up on. That Memphis win, that's a good win over Memphis. Ja did not have a good game that night. But this is what I want to see. And this is where I get very frustrated. Because in my career, and you you you've done this too, you know, I was doing the pre and post game show when Pierce and Garnett and Ray were playing, right? That year. And I had the benefit of being up close and personal, well, personal is a bit, but being up close to seeing three Hall of Famers, I mean, just flat out straight, great players, right? Right. And Doc at the time was at the top of his game. So those guys are going for a championship. So I get kind of pissed off and I get a little frustrated now when people start talking about this team, the way they were talking about that team. And and that's what, that's what irritates me. All right. Well, that's, that's, you know, every, the, everything is the spur of the, the moment, the, every, the, the time. Younger people. Uh, oh, yeah, they get uh, caught up in it. You but, know? you know, it's it's people for, hey, it's four, this will be 14 years since that championship. Yeah, I mean, and, and, and so you know, the whole, we get into a so seven Your fans don't yeah. get it. You know, the, the, they love their team just as, you know, we uh, we, we had a properly identified back in, 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 that, in that year that this was a new generation of fans. At that point, the team, they hadn't won since 1986. Yeah. They hadn't won in 22 years. Now they've only won once in 36 years. And they hadn't won in 22 years, so a whole bunch of new people grew up, and that was their team. That was their team, their banner. This had nothing to do with, you know, they they, they couldn't relate to – forget about right. you know, Russell and Cousy and Havlicek and Cowens. They couldn't relate to Bird and McHale. You know, this, these were their guys. So this is a new, you know, new people that – yeah, I mean, years, this, new, they, 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 this is their new team. Um, so let's see what, you know, and, and the other thing I want to talk to you about is I'm still not counting out Brooklyn or the Lakers. I mean, LeBron is on a mission. LeBron, I, you know, I, I got I, I to look up. I don't know what's going on with Anthony Davis, but LeBron's on a mission. And you get LeBron in the tournament. Yeah. You get Durant in the tournament. I don't know what the hell's going to happen. Well, Davis just hit it. You hit it. They have to have Davis too. This Laker team, as constituted, without Anthony Davis, is going nowhere. Yeah, that's it. With Anthony Davis, if if he's healthy enough to be yeah. Anthony Davis, then they become a factor by definition. I agree. Not the factor, a factor. I still don't think they can win this year. But what LeBron is doing, uh, you know, 
just for the record, uh, as we speak, he's coming off a 38-11-12 game, just another, right. which is not out of the ordinary this year. You know, he's, 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 he's having the greatest 37-year-old year probably anyone's ever had. Um, I like the game, by the way, last night was Bob Ryan kind of game. He had 17 field goals, four three throws, and no three-point shots. There you go. An old-fashioned 17 four thirty. That's right. That's, geez, that's right. He was 0 for 4 uh, on a three last night, and he still had 38 points. That's the way to do it. That's, that's, that's Bob Ryan basketball. That's right. But, uh, um, I, Brooklyn, it, if Mayor Adams and company, you know, they reiterated again as we speak, no. The yeah. vaccine mandate is still in effect, and there's, is, there's no determinate, there's no timetable on on lifting it, which affects, of course, three other teams in New York of consequence. Sure, namely, namely the the Yankees, the Mets, and the you know, and and, and the Knicks. So. Well, this is what we don't know, Bob, about the Celts, and this is and this is, um, we don't know, and Jalen's got to stay healthy. We don't know how Tatum and Brown are going to grind it out for a full playoff series. I mean, when you talk about all these guys, and that's the key with Philly, too, with Harden and Embiid. You know, they got to be healthy. They were sat them out the other night. But, you know, we've seen Durant grind out a number of series. I mean, 30, 40. I mean, just doing it night after night after night. Yeah. And that we just haven't seen it from the Celtics. Now, they're in the best position they've been in for a long while to do it. And I hope they prove me wrong. But No, I'm just your reason. I'm, I'm, the word I've been using to people, I'm highly encouraged. Sure, uh, but I'm not going crazy uh, yet. Yeah, I'm, right. I, and and you, I, I'm, we're on the same page with this. Uh, I, I, I think they can be a real nuisance in the playoffs. I think they could, you know, I mean, I, they have a chance to make some noise. There's no question. But, but I still, right? I don't put them on a level with Milwaukee or Miami. And 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 I, I'm, I'm not that. I think they can handle Philly. And I know Embiid. The issue there is Embiid, not Harden. It's Embiid because he has trashed them mightily in the last yeah the back yeah and and i don't you know that's the the issue there but i wouldn't be afraid i would i'll bring them on Uh, but if if they're playing milwaukee or miami then they're the underdogs in my mind and that's fine Uh, i'm happy to have them in this in this discussion because we weren't having this discussion in november and december and we were all frustrated and angry and they were doing terrible things let's just give them the full credit they have had a league high nine victories on the road of 20 points or more yeah they that, that testifies to a, a pretty damn good skill level. So, and, and also Pritchard is our, our guy. Pritchard's playing. Oh, there. Finally. I'm finally. Oh, I've been praying for this. Absolutely. If, if he's, if this is it, that's a big bonus. Now, meanwhile, White, after a little good start, has leveled off a little bit. I, I you know, shooting wise, his shooting is not good uh, lately. I, I think he's shooting twenty four percent on threes, but he's still an, an important addition. But are they? Well, I do worry how. If they're deep, sufficiently deep enough, uh, you know, to, to get the job done. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Oh, one other guy, Grant Williams coming off a terrific game. I know. 20-point game. I know. I mean, I would have cut him a long time ago, but he just won't go away. He's, I've never been a fan, yeah. but he's making me look bad. Yeah. And, and hey, course, what about the coach? You were down there for um, uh, when they retired Garnett's number. I mean, tell us about Ime. What are you hearing about him and as far as – because? I don't know if he's getting enough credit because at one point we were saying, is he the right guy? Yeah. Well, well, he's done something right. We were saying, you know, that they didn't appear to be buying what he was selling, which is what coaching is all about in, in November and December. And, and you wondered if, uh, you know, what, but now uh, it appears that his patience with people, uh, his uh, whatever he's doing is working. And, and, you know, the same people that were praising him on the outside when he got the job are, are saying, yeah, we told you so. Right. So his stock is high. Very high. Yeah. Um, the T-Wolves. Mm. I want to talk. I mean, I, you know, you take a look at the standings. You're like, oh, my God. Holy cow. These yeah, guys they are sneak up on me. They sneak totally. up. Towns, Towns, of course, got every attention with a 60-point game. Wiggins, uh, you know, uh, uh, I mean, Edwards, Anthony, you know. And, Anthony Edwards. And, and, and Edwards, is, uh, he's, he's turned out to be worthy of his high st- draft stature. Uh, yeah, they're they're uh, they're sneaky. They're, they they have been. Are they the St. Peters? That's what I was, was going to bring this all in. Are they the St. Peters? Not not quite that. They're they're when you got a player like Towns, you know, who's who's got a chip on his shoulder now. He, he, he told the world he's the best shooting big man ever, and then he goes out and gets sixty one points. So he's walking a walk a little bit. Uh, and you know, um, I like him. Uh, I mean, I mean, I'm I have to respect it. And uh, 
they're, they're in the mix and they're definitely, they put themselves in the mix in the West and, 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 and good. And that's a franchise, you know, what very modest success since they came into the league. Right. You know, they, they had a little run with KG never went very far in the playoffs and uh, it, it, it's just never, you know, you, they haven't had a lot to cheer about those fans. It's just, and they've been, you know, we've been coming up to 25 years now almost, you know. Since yeah. And I remember like, I'd watch them, you know, you see towns play, and then when they got Edwards, I mean, they'd be fun to watch. I mean, I'd sit there and I'd watch them. But at the end of the day, they'd just do something stupid. To well, m- right now, we but can't. They would be a blast to watch, but they'd lose every game. Well, but now they're on a roll. And they're, they're, they're quietly emulating in the West what the Celtics are doing in the East, uh, you know, uh, at, the, at least in the last three weeks or so. So, yeah, good. Welcome to the club. Welcome to the party. I'll put it that way. Yeah, I think so, too. You know, I mean, I think so, too. Do you think um, Steph's issue, I was reading this on NBA.com, mm-hmm. you know, Steph being out for a couple of weeks for Golden State, is that going to cause them a big problem? Well, it's only important to me. Where seating is, is not that important uh, it, it, when if you want health. The only number one thing is get them ready for the, for the playoffs. Uh, they do have a guy that, uh, you know, if you recall, uh, Gordon Poole had a terrific first half of the year. And when yeah. Thompson came back, we said, well, Poole's going to have to accept a new role now, a di- you know, mi- diminished minutes and, and new role. Will we handle it? And I'm gonna do- he had a big game the other night with, uh, I saw with, without uh, Tom. But he, so he still can put the ball in the back. They still got a lot of components. But once again, Draymond Green, this, it, it never ends. You know, he cost him one championship, in my opinion. Right. And now, you know, he, he he's at it again. He just got fined big big money for um, uh, profanity directed at right. fans. Uh, he's he's just he's always a suspension waiting to happen. Well, I got to tell you, I thought that? I thought this was Golden State's year to win it. I didn't think anybody was going to be Golden State the way they started, but now, dude, I don't know. Well, no, I know. I still think you know. Right now, you'd have to put your money on Phoenix uh, uh, out there uh, if it started today with the. But obviously, Golden State. We assume that Steph will be playing and hopefully reasonably healthy. Yeah, I mean it should be. Yeah, I mean Golden State. It should be Golden State. And the Suns coming out of the West, or depending on how the season starts. But I don't know. And it, it's not just Steph. I mean, I just think that one of the things that I've witnessed over the last month is just the, the there's there's a lot of teams now. I mean, at the beginning of the season, I said it's going to be Phoenix or Golden State, and that's it. But the you know, there's a lot of other teams rising. No, that's good. Well, good. I mean, the East is better, and, and, and you know, no I, doubt. Like I didn't think the East was going to win. Now I don't know. You no, know, I don't know. No, I mean, I respect the Suns, but you're not afraid of them. You know what I mean? Just, right. And and there's, that's where we are this year in, in, the, in the NBA. That you know, you have the two mystery teams, the Lakers and the and the Brooklyn. You know, because of the, the obvious reasons, the, the health reasons for the LA. And Miami doesn't go away. Like no, I keep, I, mean, I keep expecting Miami to go away. They don't go away. Like Cleveland, like Chicago's going away. Uh, you, yes. know, uh, you know, but yeah. like Miami doesn't go away. No, no, they're they're going to be hurt from. Oh no, there's no question. Meanwhile, the Brooklyn thing goes on and on with the Kyrie thing. Uh, you know, he's not going to do it. He's they're waiting. They're praying that they're going to get the vaccine mandate lifted. Right. But but if it isn't and the playoffs come, it is going to be the strangest. It's team circumstance we've ever seen in American sport crazy this a, a team would much prefer to be on the road than at home because they can't use one of its players uh, uh it, it's it's just looming over them it's crazy bob you have an assignment this week okay have you watched winning time yet episode one okay. I saw. it was dreadful you and didn't it, like it oh the portrayal of jerry west oh I'm my god like, i'm supposed oh, to like that I'm supposed to like uh, uh, the, the, it was a it was a cartoon. It was a human cartoon. Uh, I, I can't deal with it. You got to watch the next two episodes. Yeah, I, I have to. Be- I, I, I'll tell you this. OK, there's no question. I'll tell you this. They paint West in a much more compassionate light. Because the thing that I got from what I've got from this is that he was really tormented by not winning against the Celtics and he was very hard on himself if you read his book any everybody that knows him or knows anything about him knows the basics which is that he's a tormented person yeah uh, he's, a, he's a dark soul his book uh his autobiography is one of the darkest uh autobiographies autobiographies 
of anybody in any walk of life, be it entertainer, entertainer, politician, athlete. Uh, it, it, you feel so bad. You don't feel good if it's done. This is remember he would never come to Boston. He'd never come back. Uh, all those years he was a gem. He never accompanied the team. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm, 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 I'm among others. So Jerry, come back. People love you in Boston. You, 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 your reaction, your, your, your reception would be tremendous, and it would have been. Uh, even Johnny Most liked him. Called him Gentleman Jerry, you know, and all that. Um, no, but anyway, no, he's a tormented guy. Uh, there's no question. But that, they made him into a car, an, an idiot. Yeah, oh, well, it is. Oh, and his mean, trophy out the window. Yeah, to the class. yeah. Uh, well, the whole thing's a car. The whole thing is is yeah. I mean, it, it, yeah, I get it. I get what you're. saying. I just look. I know it's a dramatization. I understand that, but does everybody? That's yeah. worse. Well, no, that's the thing. Is that yeah? I mean, look, Adrian Brody is um, Pat Riley. You know. I mean, even, you know, Riley's nose isn't that big, uh, but, see, it, you know. I know so. Chickles, uh, our boy, local guy, makes good place, Red. And, and I know he enjoyed, the, from what I gather, he, he had a good, fun time playing Red. Yeah, he had a fun time. His and, hair was a little you know, long. All right, so I understand Larry's entrance is, is I'm not going to be happy uh, with Larry's uh, portrayal. I don't think so, yeah. No, no, I'm, so. I'm, I'm aware of what transpires. I know I have to see it so I can be up on it and converse it. And, and I can't be one of these people that say, I hate that book and I never read it. I can't say I hate the rest of it, but I didn't like like episode one. I can't assure you of that. Yeah. I'll, I'll get to it. I'll get around to it. Well, I guess I, you know, knowing Adam McKay and, and his style, and I, it, it, I don't accept it as fact at all. I mean, no, it's, it's, I mean, it's, 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 it's entertainment. I, I, what I want to know is how much of, I didn't read Silverman's book, so I don't know exactly how much is, 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 you know, I'd like to talk to Silverman. So I wonder what he thinks, you know, I mean, uh, dude, I he's getting paid what they've done with his book. Yeah. I yeah. Know. Right, well, yeah. 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 So yeah. Did he sell his soul to them for so they could, uh, anyway. Well, Bob, I just, Jesus, late at night. I, I'll get to it. I, I, I didn't want to upset you. But it'll be a couple of weeks because next week I'm, I'm busy. Yeah, you get after the tournament. And I'm going to the Final Four, so, um, you know, uh, myself, so as a fan. So um, good for I'll, you. I'll be in the maybe world. you should, maybe you and Goodman should do something from the Final Four. Well, if we can, you know. And I'll do it from my basement. Okay. Well, we're, we're, I mean, I'll, I'll be totally available. So maybe we can work something out. Okay. Bob, uh, thank you, my friend. Anything uh, else fun. on your mind? No, no, that's it. Just, uh, you know, have a, I'm just looking forward to, to uh, continuing the tournament. I love the tournament. And, uh, you know, that's it. No, I'm good. Bob, we got it done. Late night with Bob Ryan. <laughs>